Monday afternoon, you're listening to The Master on Hokanui. My name is Andy Muir, here till 2 o'clock this afternoon. Our next guest is MP for Southland, Joseph Mooney. G'day, Joseph. Hi, g'day, Andy. How's everything? How was the weekend? Yeah, no, good, mate. Yeah, no, it's, um, I suppose it was a very busy old week last week. Uh, spent quite a bit of it in uh, Hawke's Bay and Gisborne Tide Arfati um, you know, with my um, new forestry portfolio and associate agriculture hats on, um, just getting out with a number of our other colleagues and having a look at what's happened, you know, on the ground in those areas and talking to people and, and uh, you know, seeing what um, what needs to be done um, going forwards, which is, yeah, it was pretty sobering. How do you actually describe what you've seen up in the Hawke's Bay? Um, it's, yeah, well, two things. One is it's pretty devastating, um, like the, the the slips were extraordinary. The slips as far as, you, as the eye could see in every direction, um, and then obviously a, a massive amount of sedimentation, you know, silt and um, woody debris, including forestry slash. And I say that because you know you saw whole trees that had come down, uh, and a mixture of pine and uh, poplar and uh, willow um, that had come down and, and just obliterated parts of orchards. And, you know, and, and also, you know, a huge amount of sedimentation that had come down. So it was, it was quite extraordinary. The second thing is just the power of communities and the value of communities. You know, just people getting out who didn't know, any, you know, someone else from Barisade just coming in and, and doing what they could to help. And uh, just, just how powerful is communities coming together to help them, which I think is government's role is to support those communities doing that, um, which they, you know, naturally can and want to do. That's the one big take for me, watching these communities come together, seeing these videos on social media, and that is the power of social media these days, Joseph, as you'll be aware. I mean, there's a lot of stuff there you can take with a grain of salt, but there's a lot of stuff on there as well that is actually really heartwarming, and the last 10 days at the very least, what's coming out of Hawke's Bay and the affected areas, you sit there and you just you don't know how the hell they, those people are supposed to cope. Yeah, you yeah, know it is it is hugely challenging, but it's it's at the same time it's uh, really uplifting. There's the power of the human spirit and just you know this, the great Kiwi you know, attitude of get things done and you know help, help your neighbour and help your mate. So what's going to happen as a result of these floods last week? We're looking at infrastructure. What's going to be needed for the Hawke's Bay, Tairawhiti regions in itself? There's a hell of a lot to go on there. From what you've seen on the ground, where is a big concern for a start? Yeah, well, look, I'm um, talking to some people there saying you know, building back better is, um, you know, nice, but what we urgently need is our roads rebuilt, our bridges rebuilt, our railway lines rebuilt so that we can get our goods, you know, to markets, so we can get our goods to the port, you know, to export so we can keep our economy going. Um, that's that's really critical. And I suppose another point is I saw some really significant areas stop being blown out, you know, ranging from, you know, um, say 50 metres to almost half a kilometre long, so those those obviously need to be urgently re- rebuilt, and then there's all these areas with you know huge amounts of sedimentation through orchards, um, you know woody debris, forestry slash uh, deposited. That that urgently needs to be shifted um, and you know uh, put somewhere so that you can start or hopefully save some of the trees that are left in those orchards. Um, and and then there's just the the simple thing like up in tight after Gisborne, you know it's there there are some uh, roadblocks I, I was hearing in, in terms of getting goods out to people who need it. Um, you know, for example, a truck full of 
carrots, potatoes, onions coming out from Auckland, but didn't have access to um, helicopters to get those to you know, farmers out, out in the, in the back blocks um, who, you know, who don't have road access. So, so there's making sure people have the assets they need to, to get you know, food and, and other goods where people need it. You can argue we're seeing the effect down here in the south as well, doing the groceries yesterday morning, zero in the way of salads pretty much to pick from. Yeah, mate, yeah, I, I, um, I went uh, with my daughter to go and grab some food last night and saw the exact same thing, you know, the, 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 salary, the salary section was just obliterated, the bananas are basically gone, you know, short supply, and I saw that Monday last week as well, just sort of, just, just indicating there's a bit of pressure on our, um, our infrastructure and our food supplies, so it's, yeah, it affects all of us. And look, one other thing, actually, I'd say is I've heard from people saying, oh, we're guilty. You know, we, we've had a bit of challenging times here in terms of, you know, it's been a bit dry, but actually things aren't too bad in the scheme of things. Um, and you know, I'd like to be doing more to help. And actually, it's really key to keep our economy going so we can, um, you know, help help the country. I mean, that is, that's actually a really important thing that everyone's doing. Yeah, Sam McIver out of Beef and Lamb, he stressed that exact same point uh, last Thursday on the programme, just the relevance of what the South is doing and driving the economy. Um, as we all know, the GDP is going to be down as a result of this. But Stuart Nash, yesterday on Q&A, um, he brought it up an interesting point, you thought. <laughs> I couldn't believe it, yes. he, um, So he's one of the commissioning ministers responsible for the um, inquiry that the Prime Minister announced last week into forestry slash and land use following the cyclone. And he um, was at pains to say that it wasn't an inquiry into forestry, just land use, which I thought was, um, as the commissioning minister responsible, was, was um, a rather an odd thing to say because it's the, like, for example, like I was saying, you know, in, in, in Hawke's Bay, like, I, I, it's some of forestry slash, some of it's, um, you know, woody debris, which is not forestry slash, which is a whole trees that have come down. Know, um, which is, um, you know, some of willow, some of a poplar, et cetera. But you need to have an investigation into what that is so you can understand what the, what the problem is and, you know, what needs to be done to solve it. Um, but he is saying, no, it's not about that, it's just about land use. And mind you, it's actually not about most of his electorate, which has been deeply affected, you know, in that Hawke's Bay region. That's not included in the inquiry. So it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's quite a bizarre comment, I thought. Yeah, the headlines that have come out, just looking at one here from one of the news sites the other day. I'm not an apologist for the forestry sector. Nash on Slash. I mean, Stuart Slash is a nickname that he's earned lately as well. But um, all jokes aside, as far as the government working in with Chris Luxon and the opposition regarding what's going on there, what actually, how do you actually work together to get things sorted here? Is that the case? Well, look, the, the um, Nationals have been very keen to just focus on actually you know, do take the politics out of this. How do we get um, the support needed to people as best they can? And uh, so we've been really focused on just trying to be, um, you know, make sure it's, it's constructive. But we will also be um, holding them to account if we don't think they're doing a good job. And now I, I should just make one more brief comment about the forestry. Is like, you know, forestry is our third biggest third biggest export in the country. So it's a, it's a really key part of our economy. But we need to make sure we have a good investigation so we understand what's caused it and what can be solved. What you know, what can be solved, but just going, yeah. So, so you know, I mean, that's, that's one example where um, we'll be critical when it's needed. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to learn, Rebel, still, but like you say at the moment, Joseph's about the, everybody working in together to make sure that affected communities get looked after. We appreciate your time on the muster as always. Uh, good on you, mate. Cheers.
This is a Monday afternoon. You're listening to The Muster. Up next, Ben Dooley, Wyndham Sheep Beef Farmer. We've 